SLB Radio in Pittsburgh presents From There to Here Stories of men and women born in other countries who now live in Pittsburgh South Sudan I was born in Herat, Afghanistan I was born in Vienna, Austria in 1918 I was raised in the Carib territory Dominica is an independent island We have a lot of castles in Poland and old buildings Here is a little bit more modern The city Busan is about 5 million people A lot of people living in a very close, small space So there are lots of tall buildings, lots of apartments Very, very busy Over here in Pittsburgh, it's a little bit more laid back and I kind of like that different pace of life. On this episode, Mark Fern. Mark is from England. He compares his upbringing in Derbyshire to that of Pennsylvania, since they have similar geography. He moved to Pittsburgh after working here, moving steel-making equipment to his company in England. After several years, Mark decided to apply for U.S. citizenship. He now enjoys exploring the country. Here's Mark's story. Robert Mark James Fern. I came to the United States in about 1983 from England, and I was born in a town called Sheffield, which is in the the northern middle part of the country, very industrial, like Pittsburgh used to be. I grew up in a small rural town um, in the middle of a a county or a, a state called Derbyshire. It's a lot like Pennsylvania. It's a lot like Pittsburgh. It's very hilly, lots of trees, lots of fields, lots of agriculture. My mom was born in Sheffield. My father was born in Manchester. So it's both northern industrial settings. My father's passed. My mom's still alive. So is my sister. Everybody now lives on the south coast of England. But yeah, we grew up and went to school primarily in the, in the Midlands in Derbyshire. I came alone originally. My mom and dad came over and lived here for about two years, but then moved back to the UK. It was for work originally. I came here in the early 80s as part of my job to actually help take out some of the closed down steel mills that were in Pittsburgh at the time. When the steel industry took a downturn and started to be less popular, then there was a lot of machinery that used to make the steel sitting idle. So... The company I worked for was buying all of that equipment up, so I came over with that company to help them take apart the steel mills. The emigration process was relatively straightforward and and a bit boring, I guess. It was a lot of filling out paperwork, a lot of having your photograph taken, having your fingerprints taken to make sure that you're not a criminal and stuff. A lot of Americans are fascinated by a British accent. So I think the only peculiarity that I faced was that people would listen to me talking and not what I was saying because they were just listening to my accent. So I tried to uh, get a slight American accent so that people wouldn't be distracted by my accent anymore. My understanding of what America was all about was from TV shows. Cops shows, investigation shows, you know, like CSI kind of things. So the only time I got a bit more insight into America was the election for Reagan. So I got to see and hear a lot more about all the different parts of the country and what they were thinking and how they were reacting. The TV coverage wasn't as crazy as it, as it is nowadays. That was really interesting to see that for the first time, that process. I was a U.S. resident before I became a citizen. I was a resident for a long time. 
but I thought it was important that I become a citizen so that I could do things like vote, because you, you can't vote if you're not a citizen. I like exploring. I like going and visiting new places and seeing new things. And I can do all of that within America. If I wanted to, I, didn't, I wouldn't have to leave the borders. It's an enormous country. There's always something to go and see and go and do. You could spend a lifetime visiting all of the beautiful places in America and not, still never get to see them all. I think Pittsburgh, more than any other town that I've stayed any length of time in, is a microcosm of the United States as a whole. There are so many different ethnic groups here with their own little pockets. I mean, I spent a year in Phoenix, Arizona, and it was white Americans or Native Americans. It wasn't nearly as cosmopolitan as I was as expecting it to be. Half of my circle of friends are folks who are either first-generation or second-generation immigrants. A lot of folks from Russia. I'm actually on the board of directors of the British American Connections Group, which fosters transatlantic interests, and we put on a big festival once a year. The opportunities here, I think, are tremendous, and that's purely because of the, the size of the country. Um, there's so much going on. There's plenty of opportunity for jobs, for enjoyment, for pleasure, for education. Many more opportunities here than there are in any other country. You know, every time there's a vacation, it's like, well, where do I want to go? Do I want to go back to England again and see it again? Or do I want to go to some place with a really hot beach or some place where I can go hiking in the desert? You know, cool stuff that you can't do in England. I think at this point, I prefer the USA, but primarily because I've been here for so long now, right? So I wouldn't move back to England unless, you know, I became like a millionaire and could live lots of places all at the same time. This episode is based on an interview conducted by Ainsley and Ellery from Winchester Thurston School. To learn more about SLB Radio, visit slbradio.org.